Welcome to another episode of Radio Bypass. Tom Kiefer released a new album called Rise on September 13th, and today we have the honor of Tom joining us on Radio Bypass. Thanks for joining us today, Tom. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Ah, doing great. Doing great. It's an honor to speak with you, sir. Good speaking with you, too. Thanks. Well, listen, I really loved the last record, The Way Life Goes, and I am really excited and loving the new album as well. And when I introduced you, I mentioned Tom Kiefer has a new album out, but it really is more of a Tom Kiefer band than it is just a Tom Kiefer solo record. Is that is that correct? Yes, this was recorded with the band that I've been touring with for the last six years, and the band was put together to support The Way Life Goes. Um, prior to that, there was no band. We made that record with session players, and uh, this band came into being when we went out and started supporting that record, and we've just been a band for six years, and out on the road, having an adventure and growing our chemistry as as a band together musically and personally, and when we got off the road last year and finished up our tour dates, we felt like it was time that we go in and, and make a record. So that energy that you feel on Rise is um, the result of six straight years of touring and literally jumping off the bus, <laughs> taking a few days off and going straight in to, you know, to kind of start cutting tracks. Got it. And how did the band come together? Uh, pretty easily actually um uh, like i said the the first record was made with session players and one thing led to another and savannah and i were writing and producing that and it kind of turned into a record uh, unintentionally and we ended up getting a record deal and and then they said you got to go support the record and we were like oh no we don't have a band right (laughs) So, so savannah and i you know got kind of asked around and checked a few people out and you know we ended up having a, uh, some people come in to, uh, to jam with, and it just kind of felt right from day one. And, uh, you know, we've been touring ever since together. So it, it came together fairly easily, and we all, we all kind of felt like it was meant to be. You know, we all really hit it off well from, from the get-go. So That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great band. I, I, I was already a fan of uh, Tony Higby, too, with the East Side Gamblers. I like that material as well. Yeah, Tony's awesome. Really, really talented guy. Yeah. Well, the new record, Rise, it seems like a lot of it is about overcoming any obstacle in your path. And when I was looking at the Death of Me video, I I love the song. I heard that first before I saw the video. And I was um, kind of impressed with the way you did the video because it looks like you listed a lot of the obstacles that you overcame in the beginning of that video i mean seven vocal surgeries my goodness how's everything going with that now uh knock on wood and cross my fingers and prayers and all that i mean i it's i always preface with that as it's it's going well um yeah i've had many struggles with that over the years uh, the root cause of the problem is a neurological condition that left my left vocal cord partially paralyzed and uh, you know the fans are uh, quite aware of that situation. It's been talked about a lot in the press, but right. um, so so that's been a, a challenge. Obviously, kind of an ongoing one, but it's it's been it's been solid in in recent years, and 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 you know I'm really grateful for that. And and of course, other things were listed there. Everything from lawsuits and you know heat exhaustion collapses and 
you know, my former band falling apart. And, you know, just, just, it's, it's just a slice of my life on that screen. And we put it there as a, by way of example, but my story is not unique. Uh, it's just my story. I think everyone wakes up every day and faces challenges. So our hope is that people can look at that television screen and kind of visualize their own problems on it. And then, and then visualize smashing them because that was such a great feeling <laughs> to take <laughs> the guitar to that TV and and smash it, you know. And the power of visualization, I think, is a, a really strong thing when you're trying to overcome things. So we we did that to try and you know help help people to feel empowered and 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 hopeful and uh, to try and kick their their challenges to the curb. Yeah, no, I love that because. Uh, like I say, not having seen that first, but having heard the song, I already liked the positive spin, you know, uh, that you're not going to be the death of me. You ain't going to be the death of me. I, I, I already was like, oh, I like that twist on it. And then yeah. when I saw the video, I was like, man, that's cool because that's a lot you've been through and it had to be hard to even want to think about it, uh, let alone put it in a video. So I thought that was pretty cool because I like the positive slant. You know, you're not going to get me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I've written from that, that strength and, you know, finding strength in your adversity because, you know, that's the challenge in life. I mean, we, you know, there's obviously positive and, and amazing, great things that happen every day, but there's always those challenges and the challenges are the hard thing, you know, sure. the good things that happen are things that are just good and you feel good and you're happy and you celebrate them and, and that's awesome. But the things where you, I think you really need help and you need hope and encouragement are, are the challenges. So um, I think, I don't know, I've always kind of written from that place. And, you know, I, I hope that it that it encourages people to to push through what they're going going through. Sure. Yeah, well, I'm sure it will. I mean, it hit me that way. And, and really throughout the record, I mean, you've got a lot of positive uh, vibe here, you know, and I like the title rise. It, it, it seemed like a very fitting title considering all the material contained within this record. Yeah, we felt that that was of the really fitting kind of obvious title track that, that ties it all together. Um, I, I, I really love that track. I think it's got that particularly, you know, the way it starts so broken down and then it ends up with all those key changes and musical changes throughout and just ends in that big uplifting kind of gothic gospel chorus you know where um it's just just a feel-good song yes so I, I we just we just loved that one for the, the we felt it summed up the, the the record i would agree i would absolutely agree and what's the songwriting process like for you i know most of these you did write with your wife um what, what's that like for you it always starts with lyrics first and um it has for me going back all the way to, you know, the early Cinderella stuff. And Savannah writes from that same kind of perspective too, where you're, you know, when you write that way, when you, it's the lyrics that come first, you, you're constantly analyzing your thoughts all day. Cause you, you can write anywhere, you know, I've joked before, but you can be in aisle seven in Home Depot and you're standing <laughs> there analyzing your thoughts saying, was that a song? Maybe, <laughs> you know, um, no, no, that's a dumb idea. That's not a song. So, so it can strike you anywhere, you know, and you're just, you know, you're just constantly looking for that subject matter or that emotion that you want to write about that you that that feels meaningful so uh, we both write from that same place and 
Um, typically, like, you know, all the songs for this record, uh, while touring, and, you know, the book is never finished. It's just collecting the titles or the ideas or the subjects. It's like, this would be a great song, you know, and sometimes you have a little melody that you hear with it. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of store these ideas, but over the course of touring, I, I never feel compelled to really sit down and, and write them because touring is kind of hectic. And sure. uh, so, you know, when we got off the road last year, you know, we, we had collected so many thoughts and ideas and things that we thought could be songs over the course of touring with this band. And all the songs from this record are, are new and fresh that, that they're all from the, you know, the inception of this band back in 2013, none of it's left over stuff from many other projects. So that's why it's so fresh. And, um, you know, we, we just kind of looked at them all and the, the ones that are on the record are the, are the, are the ideas that really kind of jumped out at us. And we sat down and started completing, as I said, you know, finished writing the book right. <laughs> and, uh, and took them into, uh, and with the band, like, you know, almost immediately. I mean, I, I'm not kidding when I said we got off the bus and before we knew it, we were, we were in a studio, like looking at each other in the eye with headphones on hitting record and saying, go. <laughs> So, uh, cause we really wanted to capture that energy, you know, that we, in chemistry that we have on the road. So. Sure. Well, I think you did. This, this album is quite energetic. You can feel it and you, and you feel the sincerity of it. And that's what I really love too. A lot of music that I hear nowadays, you don't always hear the, the sincerity behind the music. Like it's just not from the heart and these songs clearly are all from the heart and the way you sing them and, and the lyrics and everything. And I, I, I love that kind of thing. Well, for me, I think that um, I find, and, and the way I, and the reason I kind of just insist on waiting for that kind of lyric or that thought to come to you is because then that that's to me is when you get like a true emotion um, and something that maybe, you know, feels meaningful to you and hopefully to other people. Um, as opposed to, you know, trying to force a song. So, you know, it's, it's cool when you're writing from that lyric first perspective, because like I said, a song can strike you anywhere then, you know, so it's not, it's not forced that right. way, you know, you just wait for that inspiration that's in your head. You don't have to have an instrument. You don't have to have anything. And it's, it's an emotion or something. You see something that makes you feel a certain way when you're out in the world or some, you know, it's just something strikes you or happens that, you know, and, and this thought pops into your head and, you know, I just wait for that. And sometimes it takes a long time. I mean, the songs for this record took, you know, we've been on a six year journey of building and growing this new band and out there on an, on an adventure and sharing life together. And the songs for this record were all things that struck us during that period of time. And, you know, they, we pulled, we kind of just pulled from a, that pile of ideas, the ones that felt the most, you know, the strongest or the most meaningful. So, it, you know, it's a way I, I don't like to force writing. Mm-hmm. So, so even if you have one line, you'll just uh, wait till the next one comes along, right? Yeah. Oh, I know. There's been songs that have been kind of written over the course of sometimes, you know, six months, a year, two years. I, I, I can think of a couple that kind of put it down, come back, put it down, come back, and, you know, took two years to write. Um, and then other ones, you know, boom, just like The Death of Me. I mean, Savannah wrote pretty much that entire lyric 
in about 30 minutes one afternoon sitting on the couch and she handed it to me and said, what do you think? And I said, I think I really like this. And, uh, you know, those, the word, the lyrics, when I read them, you know, I instantly heard this is a heavy song and Mm -hmm. I eventually picked up a guitar and I tuned the low E down to a B and I said, let's make this really heavy, really angsty. And I started playing that dissonant riff and then, you know, you know, so the lyric really dictates where the music and the feel and the sound goes, you know, because it's you're expressing an emotion. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I know sometimes when I have experiences that I want to put down on paper, it's not always easy to find the right words and, and to really express what you're feeling. So that's why if you can do that in 30 minutes like that, that's pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and sometimes sometimes it takes a lot longer. Mm hmm. You know, um, the, a different light on the last record that we, man, I, we spent months working on that. If I remember, we just kept coming back to it, and <clears throat> changing things. So, How about um, Solid Ground? Because I love that song from that record. Did that take a long time to come together? That was a fast one. That was a fast one. That was actually a song idea that I had that was just kind of like just an idea. I kind of had the chorus melody. And a little bit of the riff kind of rolling around in my head. And it had been rolling, that same small part had been rolling around in my head for a couple of years. And I never finished it or never really sat down or tried to. Mm -hmm. And Savannah and I were kind of kicking around some ideas one night writing. And I said, you know, what do you think about this one? She said, oh, I love that. And like 30 minutes later, we had the song. Maybe an hour. I don't know. I mean, that one was really quick. Awesome. Well, yeah, great, great tune. I mean, that whole record was good, too, don't get me wrong, but that song really, as soon as I heard the album, that became my instant favorite, you know, from the first listen. Oh, I love it, too, and it's been, you know, it was the first single, and we really had great success with it at radio, and I mean, it's a staple live now. I mean, it's one of those ones that we, 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 it's been in the show for years now, and it follows Nobody's Fool mm-hmm. in the set, and it goes down as big as Nobody's Fool does. So it's awesome. You know, that, that, that's become a staple now. It's awesome. And that <laughs> so, says a lot if it respond, if people respond the same to that as they do Nobody's Fool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we thank all the, the amazing radio stations who supported that song. You know, it really, really got it out there and made it, you know, you know people know it. So that's good. That's no easy task anymore either. Getting a song on the radio, is it? Well, it never has been, but, um, yeah, I mean, it certainly has become more challenging, but, um, we, we, I still really believe in the power of radio and, you know, we're working, we, we always work singles at radio. The death of me is our current single. And we're, um, actually just landed at 38 on the mainstream chart and billboard with death of me this week. So we're excellent. We're inching, we're inching away. You know, but yeah, no, it's tough. You know, it's, that's the golden ring, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. At least that, it should be that, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, and it, it's always been, it's never been easy. You know, it's, it's, uh, and I, I really, I believe in the format. I love radio. I do too. And I'd love to be back in it someday, but I don't know that there's many programmers that would let me play what I like to play. <laughs> <laughs> So with songwriting, too, I, I have to ask, since I'm in Chicago, um, I know you collaborated at one point with a Chicago songwriting treasure, Jim Peterick, um, from the Ides of March, Survivor. Um, any more collaborations coming up with you with anybody? Um, well, no, Jim didn't work on this record. but we No, we not did. on this, but you yeah. worked with him in the past. Um, 
Oh, in the past? Yeah. Yeah. I, with, I think you did something on one of his records, a world stage record, I believe. Yeah, I sang on a on a song um, that he had several artists sing on, and it's been so long I don't remember the name of the song to be honest. But that but that was fun. Okay, so that that's yeah, been that, a while then, because I knew you did. Yeah, because the one that you must be talking about then, that was a song called Zigzag, and that he had some of the guys from Cheap Trick yeah, on. That's it. That ring that rings a bell. I, yeah. I thought you. Yeah, now I was going to say I thought Robin Robin Zander's on it too as well. Yeah, I thought you had collaborated even more recently though. Yeah, I did not. Not not with Jim. No. Okay. I, I haven't. Now, on, now, now, recently on the new record, Savannah and I uh, wrote with uh, Kendra Chantel, who's one of our bandmates on t- on the on the opening track, "Touching the Divine," and Kendra's an amazing writer. So the three of us co-wrote that, and and also we collaborated uh, Savannah and I with Thompson Square, Kiefer and Shona Thompson, uh, the country duo. We wrote the title track together, Rise. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Billboard put out an article about that. So maybe that's what you're referring to. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I thought there was a more recent thing with, with uh, Peterick, but I must be wrong. Oh, no, 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 I haven't, uh, no. I haven't worked with Jim in, in a bit. Got it. Okay. And then as far as live shows, um, you're starting up again October 11th in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's what I hear. And then it looks like you're playing throughout October and into the beginning of November, at least at this point. It looks like you're ending here in the Chicago area at the Arcata Theater in St. Charles on November 2nd. Um, and are you taking a break after that, or are there just more dates that just haven't been announced yet? Um, we're taking a break uh, probably for the uh, – I, I believe that's going to wrap it up for this year because uh, we've been touring since the – end of july so i think we're going to take a break uh, up th- and through the holidays and then they're already starting to book dates for 2020 and we're going to be out supporting the record through uh, through next year got it got it well then you need a little break yes we do <laughs> like i said we got off the road straight six years of touring straight into the studio and made the record and then kind of Straight into uh, cutting the videos and setting up the record and the tour and jump right back out on the road. So we, we, we're going to take a little breather and then jump back out there next year. Perfect. Okay. Well, I will not uh, keep you, sir. Is there anything else you'd like to people to know about the new Rise record? Um, no, I think we I think we covered it all. You know, it's it's um, it's our new contribution to the to the music world, and uh, we're. We hope uh, hope everyone enjoys it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Tom. Really appreciate your time. And uh, folks, if you haven't picked up a copy of Rise yet, go get it. It's a great record available just about everywhere, including the few local record stores you may have left because I got mine at my local record store. So you can get oh, it cool. out there. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Cleopatra's got some distribution time because they had it in the store, no problem. <laughs> Good deal. We like that. Yeah, I know we've sold a lot of physical stuff on it, so that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, thanks again for stopping by, Tom. Really appreciate it, and I will let you get on with your day. You have a good one, and I hope the next uh, month of dates goes well for you. Thanks so much. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. So that's the chat that Tom and I had this past Thursday. Thanks again to Tom Kiefer for taking some time for Radio Bypass and filling us in 
on what he's got going on with the new record, the band, and just some things in general. It was great to talk to Tom. What a nice guy. And uh, as you know, in this interview that you just heard, we've talked a lot about his new record during the interview. So let's listen to another tune off Arise. This song is called Hype. the new record rise we're going to keep some time key for rolling right now we're going to go back this time to his last record the way life goes from 2013 now that we heard tom speaking to us i thought this song would be appropriate this is called welcome to my mind
Welcome to my mind. That's Tom Kiefer from The Way Life Goes. I'm Ralph Rasmussen, and I hope you enjoyed our interview, our talk with Tom today. I know I certainly did. It was great hearing hearing from Tom. I really appreciate him coming on the show with us. And I'm going to leave you with one last tune from Tom Kiefer. I'll be back next Sunday with another all-new episode of the Radio Bypass podcast, playing more music that deserves to be heard, more rock and roll. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can send me an email, ralph at radiobypass.com, or leave a note on any of the social media pages that we have for Radio Bypass. Thanks for listening, and I'm going to leave you with a song from the new record. It closes out the Rise album, and it's a song that Tom wrote for his wife, Savannah. And today, Sunday, as I put this together, it just happens to be Tom and Savannah's wedding anniversary, 17 years they've been married today. So I thought this song that Tom wrote for Savannah is a perfect way to end our Tom Kiefer special here. So I'm going to leave you with this one from Rise. This is a tune called You Believe in Me. Staring down the devil ringing heaven's bell Cause you 